Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Is is this the, the passing of the torch, right? Is this what this signifies? It comes down to that, that front office and what they feel is most important. The champ is here. We've touched down from a higher plane. Why you landed here? We always look forward to that week because it was always intense. You know that we ain't coming back. We got you. The man, the myth, the legend, Dante Hall. My 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 favorite player growing up was Dante Hall. I love you guys in the show, but Dante was my guy. Get to dashing because he's done on the war feet. Hey there, Marcus Dash here from Chief Concerns. Just want to comment and say Bet Online is your number one source for all your sports betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for football, baseball, boxing, golf, and much more. Bet Online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Chief Concerns. This is a trade deadline special. Um, and of course, most Chief fans already know we had we did not make any moves to some that may shock you, but if you've been if you've been covering and watching the Chiefs for as long as most of us have, you know that uh really not much of a shock or surprise there because we don't really make these trade deadline moves, at least especially in the Brett Veach era. That doesn't really happen. Last year we had the Kadarius Tony trade. That was uh, kind of a rarity as far as doing any kind of trade before the deadline. Um, but yeah, JD, uh, there was some moves made around the league, but the Chiefs were not ones to uh, make a splash. Niners did. And a lot of people thought things were going to start to get going once the Niners uh, made the trade for Chase Young. Um, people thought the Redskins or Commanders were going to blow up. Um, and some people said, ooh, maybe Scary Terry can come to Kansas City, but did not happen. So they traded Chase Young and they traded uh, Montez Sweat. Um, the only other receiver that went today was uh, Donovan Peoples-Jones from the Browns to the Lions for a 2025 six-round pick. That would have been a decent guy. Uh, another get there. Uh, six-round pick. Didn't really give much to him. But, J.D., we're talking about impactful guys that Chiefs fans wanted. And not all the names of Mike Evans is of the world, the DeAndre Hopkins is of the world. None of those guys went. None of those guys were, were um, went that today. Are you surprised that we, we didn't make a move today? Am I surprised that we did make a move? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised at all. Uh, and so I just want to say, oh, ye of little faith. Okay. Oh, ye of little faith. Uh, and as to some of the, 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 the naysayers or who didn't believe that we got enough to, to keep dealing to go and win the Super Bowl, uh, obviously the, the Chiefs uh, didn't think that, you know, we didn't have enough confidence in these guys. We have enough confidence in guys, rather. They thought that we have enough in the room. We have enough on the team to get things done. Uh, and to be honest with you, uh, I, I I agree with them. I agree with them. And so I don't have any problem with who they keeping on the on the on the Chiefs. Uh, them not going to get a guy. Uh, you know, and 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 the reality is, you know, it's halfway through the season. Uh, we've seen uh, some progress in Rasheed Rice. We've seen some progress. Uh, 
and also to um, getting uh, Kadarius Tony back, see some progress for the last couple of weeks. And MVS catches some footballs. So obviously, he, he dropped. He, well, he, he formed the one last week, uh, and so I think that because Justin Watson came back, it helps out as well. So we got guys in the room. We got guys who can catch the football. Everybody's question is, oh, is this wide receiver core good enough to win the Super Bowl? And so I'll, I'll say this, and I heard uh, uh, my man uh, talk about it earlier today, and this is kind of the point I made as well, is part of the, 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 the problem has been, you know, PM15, you know, maybe getting the ball better. And, and, and Patrick has said so himself about doing some things, getting back to his old self. And so sometimes it's just learning what you have and it's you adjust to it. And I think with the guys that we have in the room and we have been making steady growth, maybe not as fast as some of us want, you know, that's, that's the reality of it. Not as fast as how much I, I was want to get to that place. They are growing. And McCole Harmon coming back, we need to get him worked into the offense a little bit more. What he used to do, what he used before he had left here. Right. And that's another thing. So he adds another weapon. And I think Brent Beach and Andy and those guys believe that they have enough. They do believe that they have enough. And so uh, I, I agree with them. I agree with them. A lot of people just don't know it. Like when you're on a team, you want to make sure that you exude confidence in the guys that you have. Okay. And sometimes not having the confidence in those guys is saying, we're going to go get an, another dude in here. Okay. Y'all ain't getting the job done. We're going to get somebody else. He's the answer to all, all be all. And I just don't, I don't agree with that. We're, not, we're talking about having, a, a, and, and I thought about this actually, is here we are, everybody keeps talking about we don't have a number one wide receiver. Well, we actually do. And his name is Travis Kelsey. And so if we start looking at the production between number one wide receivers and everybody else in the, in, in the NFL, Travis Kelsey is our number one wide receiver. And everybody else is the number two or three. That, I mean, that's the way, it, you know, to me, I'm like, that's, that's how we got to look at it, Right. The leading receiver for the Chiefs is going to be Travis Kelsey. It's your tight end. A lot of teams don't have a tight end who's catching eight or ten balls a game. They don't have that. We're getting 100 and something yards a game. We do. We got that guy. And so we can look at the wide receiver core, but PM15 and Travis Kelsey is in a whole different atmosphere. They are. They're in a whole different world and universe on doing things. They're the best in the business. And so as long as we have that, that working, I think we're going to be fine. We just need the addition of everybody else around them making plays. Rasheed Rice has been doing it, okay? We need to get Kadarius Tony, get him going a little bit more. We need to get, uh, like I said, uh, McCall Hartman in, invested a little bit more in what we're doing as well. And so Justin Watson has been catching footballs. So I know everybody's kind of down MBS and Scott Moore and all these other guys, but we, we got enough pieces to get it done. We do. I trust PM15 to get the thing done. I trust Travis Kelly to get the thing done. And I trust all the guys around him to get the job done too. And that's the thing about it. You've got to have the confidence like any of those guys have it in the building. So I have no problem with us not making a, a trade. I know he's bringing guys' names up. I heard a lot of different things. I heard some on my feed, you know, as friends, we were kind of talking about different names. But some of the names we were just talking about are just guys. There's another guy, okay? They're not going to be coming here and be the world beaters. We was going to get a world beater, like I said, somebody who would be a number one. Guess what? It's going to cost a lot of money, a lot of draft capital. That's what's going to end up happening. And I think they didn't want to do that. Strategically, it hasn't worked for us. And so they know they want to keep their core guys here to get these things done. And I told you, 
you can't just go pluck anybody off the street or from another, another team and have me fit into what we do offensively because it might drastically change exactly what we're trying to do when we go ahead and get on teams. Now, it was easy to kind of get to that point and warrant that because we didn't have a great outing this past week, right? This is our worst game that we possibly played. We, the, actually, to be honest with you, that probably should have been our first loss of the season. Okay, Probably shouldn't have because everybody had the flu. First game, we were out Travis Kelsey and Chris Jones. And so we're thinking about it. Our team is all right. We're fine. We're, we're, we're fine where we're at. And everybody in that building, especially Andy and those guys in the room, the 53-man roster, they all believe that. Okay? And I have no problem with that whatsoever because that's what you have to do is you got to make sure you have confidence in your guys that you're going into battles with the same dudes week in and week out, and you got to make sure that you have their back. Now the wide receiver core knows Andy has their back right now. And that's yeah. important. I think a lot of this, um, and I'm seeing some comments there. M. Hepler, 25, uh, made a comment about how we were these are the same guys that wanted Hopkins. Now arguing we don't need anyone, um, and I, I still think JD, even though you're saying you're fine with the group, you wouldn't, I mean, you would have loved to have DeAndre Hopkins. I mean, we made that pretty clear in the off season, but as of right now, that's off season. But getting a guy in the middle of the season, which you made the point before, getting a guy in the middle of the season, you have to kind of acclimate them to what we're doing there. And and everyone knows, we've heard all the things about Andy Reid's system, how hard it is to kind of really grasp, and especially when you're thrusted into the offense in the middle of the season. But I think one of the things that and, and people talk about the receiver room and getting a guy like Darnell Mooney, yeah, that's, that's great. That's another guy, but like that's not what everyone's talking about. People are talking about like a – a Travis Kelsey succession plan kind of thing, a Mike Evans, a DeAndre Hopkins. Darnell Mooney's not going to be that. Yeah, it's another guy to have in there, but you're also – he's got to learn the offense. It's just another dude. I mean, it's not really what everyone was asking for. Yeah, it would have been great just to have another weapon in, in the room. Yeah, sure. I mean, I think, you, I think instead of trading for a Darnell Mooney, you can maybe go get a Jarvis Landry off the street right now. You don't have to trade anything for him. You can bring him in and just add him to the room, but I don't think it's really making much of a dent. I, I think – we're, we're obviously we're, we're set with the room we have. I think Albert Breer said that we the Chiefs were going to stand pat and reported that earlier today that was going to happen and it, it happened. But like I think moving forward, I think we we, we see what we have with this room the rest of the season. See how it plays out. See what Sky Moore does. So, I mean, and I think the MVS thing. A lot of people are just kind of sh- struck by the MVS thing because he's getting paid around ten million dollars this year, like wide receiver one numbers uh, as far as contract numbers but he's producing more like a wide receiver for. And I think a lot of this, a lot of the kind of resentment from the fan base is the fact that we could have had, um, if you talk about what DeAndre Hopkins is making next year, I think 15 million next year, you add what we have right now that we have like 4 million. And then you add what the MVS is, is making this year. That's about, that's about what DeAndre Hopkins is going to make next year. So you think about that kind of thing. You're like that, that, that's where the fan kind of resentment comes in and I get it. And that's something we're going to have to tackle in the off season. You know, if Sky Moore doesn't really turn, turn this around, if MVS continues on the way he's been going this year, then I think, yeah, we're going to have to have a kind of some conversations about the receiver room. Um, so, and I think that's, a, that's more of a next year problem but right yeah. now. I mean, yeah, because here's the thing. The thing is, if everything plays out and, and we keep getting better, the guys keep getting better, then we, we can lean on the guys. Uh, I think, you know, offensively, uh, I think part of the problem was maybe some of the play calling. Obviously we got to keep getting Pacheco involved in the game, keep getting McKinney involved in the game. Some of the things that we do well, and we got away from that the last game. We just did. You know, we kept a hungry team around, and they beat us, okay? They got a little bit ahead of us, but look, our defense is is, is playing at a high level, okay? Uh, we, we know that they're capable of keeping the offenses back when they need to, all right? 
We just need to play a lot better. Patrick was saying it. The little things, it's going to count. But, yeah, definitely. We're talking the offseason, MVS, and Scott. That, that's later on down the road. we got to think about things that's going on right now. And so sometimes it, it is about the guys that's in the building. It is about that. So these guys have been learning. They've been learning how to get open. They've been learning, getting the toolage from, you know, Travis Kelsey, from Patrick Mahomes. They've been doing the work, the due diligence, to get these guys on the same page. And we've seen a little bit of that. We, we have seen some success. You know, I'm looking at it right now. I think, if I'm not mistaken, I think we're fourth in offense in the NFL. So we're, we're screaming a holler and pulling our hair out like everything's over. Like we can't win. I'm wondering, like, who are y'all guys? Who are, who, who, who are these people, these fans, supposed fans? That's not having any loyalty in your team, right? At some point, you just got to be able to ride with your guys that you got, okay? Bottom line, okay? They may not be the world beaters that you want them to be, but maybe they're world beaters that we need right now. Put it that way, okay? And so we got to put our confidence and get behind these guys. Let's put our energy behind the dudes that we got in the room, pure and simple, okay? We can talk about Mooney and that. We can talk about those guys. Those guys ain't in the building. They, they don't have Chiefs uniforms on, okay? We can speculate all the time. We talked about, like you said, the whole DeAndre Hopkins talking about him and bringing him in. Yeah, that would have been a great thing because he would have helped, you know, get the young guys together, all right? Didn't happen, okay? What do you say? Hindsight is 2020. We understand that. But this is, this is looking forward. Right now it's about going forward, okay, going forward with the guys. We got athletic guys in the room. We got playmakers in the room. We got speed in the room, okay? We just got to keep putting them in positions to make plays. What defenses have done, and Patrick said the same thing is we're sitting over here during that, that entire time is they game planned about what we did. So he dropped seven. Okay. We got to be able to make adjustments on the fly, not just Patrick, but also the coaches. When, they, when we see that, when we see now they're dropping everybody in coverage. Now we need to hand the ball off. Okay. So it's a chess, it's, it's, it's a chess game. We got to be better at chess than they do. And so that's how it is going forward. It has to be that going forward. Now, this trip going out here to London, all right, I'm sorry, in Germany. Yeah, Germany, you know. Uh, Europe, yeah, you know, on the yeah, other side yeah, of the pond. Right, right. You know, that, that, yeah. But going out there, we're going to see what they're going to do next week. We're going to see that what's happening this week. I believe they're going to beat the Dolphins. They will. The Dolphins, look, they have they have a good team. We understand that. But we know we they got a guy that we know really well in Tyreek Hill, Okay. You don't think Spags and them have, not going to have a game plan for that? He, he definitely will. And so I see some people talking about, oh, man, you don't think we're going to beat the Dolphins and stuff? Look, if, if, if you're that guy, okay, you're that guy. You don't believe we're going to beat the Dolphins, anybody else, and you're, you know, the, the sky is falling and you, you can't stand it and you can't. Hey, man, just hop off now. Just hop off now, Okay. But make sure you don't jump on that train when they start beating all these teams and get to the Super Bowl. You ain't allowed to get back on it. You can, but everybody's going to know you for who you are, right? So I, I just – go I ahead. My question is, and, and obviously we, we we spent a second-round pick on Sky Moore. It's his sophomore season. And obviously he hasn't really – you know, he hasn't, he hasn't really flashed, right? But there was a guy who was a first-round pick a couple of years ago who we traded for last year. And obviously, he had the the, the meniscus, the, the partial meniscus tear, and he had the surgery this offseason or during um, the during, during preseason. And we really haven't seen a lot of Kadarius Tony. And and I'm like, at what point? Like, do you, do you, what do you think it is? The fact that we haven't really seen him that much. He's not getting the ball that much. 
And obviously week one, that's a weird thing. Week one, we trotted him out there and gave him all these targets. And, you know, he had a little drops in that week one game. But since then, it seems that we've kind of taken a break from Kadarius Tony. Yeah, he's gotten a couple catches here and there. But, like, I feel like we're not – and he's a playmaker. And I've seen people say we have no playmakers at all. Kadarius Tony is a playmaker. We're just not really finding ways to get him the ball. And that's kind of surprising to me. Why are we using him? Right. Right. Well, the, the thing is, and, and it's the same thing. You're trying to get him worked into the offense of what he's trying to do. Right. And, it, it, you know, he's one of your, your your best playmakers on offense. His assets, what he has, you got to use that as your strength. OK, you got to find ways to do that. And so if you have to get to the point where you're making more concise in far as what your game plan is going to be, then do that. OK, do that. We, we we all figuring these things out, right? It was almost the same thing people were talking about. Well, Andy didn't want to open up the playbook because he's waiting to play on last, half the season. Well, he's got to find out what guys can do. He's got to find out if guys are going to remain healthy, okay? He's got to find all those different things out. And so I'm sitting over here just looking at the chat. Yeah, look, it is about consistency. The thing is, it's halfway through, during the season. The thing is, these guys are still going through growing pains. I made this point yesterday is it's the same thing everybody was sitting over here slamming on the dbs the young secondary that we had oh they're not going to be any good why spags putting them out there and guess what got down to the playoffs and these guys stepped up these guys stepped up so i'm like this if you get guys like this who may be subpar if you want to call it that or maybe not as good you keep putting them around great guys and greatness it will become better it's a, it, it, and the thing is this thing, man, is not a sprint. It's a journey. It is a journey, okay? We're talking about this is, is a long season, all right? We're only halfway through it. We ain't even talking about the playoffs. So my money is on the Chiefs. I got no problem with it. You know, the thing is, hey, they make a decision. Whatever decision they make, I'm going to ride with it. What good is it going to be for me to sit there and disparagingly talk about guys and nothing happens? They ain't going to make it any better. get you more frustrated. But like I said, if you're sitting over saying this, Hey, guess what? Hey, everybody gonna see you for who you are if you try to jump back on the train, all right? So, uh, JD, there, there's one um, comment here. There's a lot of good comments. I, you know, Hepler. I, I don't. I don't think JD's questioning people's loyalty to the, to the team. I think he's more saying like we, as we look at it right now, we are one seed in the AFC right now. And yeah, we do have issues. But and and the comment that I want to call out is uh, T T uh, T H or T Hawes here. And I, and I like this comment. It's not how about how good we are now. I have every faith in this team. I'm all in on the process. You can't say it's not concerning and not a glaring problem. It's too late at this point. It's more frustrating that it wasn't dealt with in the offseason. And that is something that we we were talking about for a long time and why we needed to go get D Hop. But again, it's not it's not that cut and drive a problem because we also have the deal the, deal, the Chris Jones contract situation. And it was like, and that was pulling teeth too. So it, it's just we're, we're playing this tug of war and salary cap gymnastics, and it's it's tough. It's tough. I mean, I, I think, yeah, we should have probably paid a D-hop and got that deal done faster, but then once the OBJ thing happened, then that kind of squ- that scrapped everything they had already discussed with D-hop. And, yeah, and I, and I think this is something we're going to have to come to come to, 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 to deal with this offseason with the MVS deal. I think what he's going to get these due $12 million next year. I think we can get out of this con- uh, this contract this this coming offseason. I think that's a, I think it's a no-brainer, but that's right now we can't really talk about that. That's That's a future problem. Yeah, and then if they could have traded MBS in a trade uh, today, they probably would have done that to get a D-hop. But I, don't, I just don't think that Tennessee was going to do that. Yeah, I, I don't think so either. And and, and for the record, I'm going to be exactly clear on this. I am questioning some loyalty. 
I, I absolutely am. No doubt about it. And so what I'm saying is this. If you're, if you're going to go where the wind blows and every time something doesn't work your way, okay, and you don't like a guy because of a particular reason, whatever, and you think it's, you know, everything is going to, you know, go to hell because they're not going to, oh, my gosh, I didn't get the guy that we needed to. Then what's, what, what's the deal? Then that is no loyalty. What kind of fan are you, right? Hey, we're talking about a team who's been to the Super Bowl in the, in the past four years three times. A am I right? You're right. How many do we have? How many rings we have in that four? Two. Two? Are you kidding me? We're talking about a dynasty? And then all of a sudden, everybody want to jump ships like rats. You know what I'm saying? When they don't work their way. So, yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm questioning some loyalty there. Okay? If you're going to be a fan, be a fan. All right? I'm not saying you have to like every decision because I don't like every decision that they make. Right? But I, what, what the thing is, as being a fan, as a loyal fan, I'm going to ride with the decision that the team makes. I'm going to ride with it. I might not like it, but I'm going to ride with it. Okay? And the thing is, even as a football player, when I played in there, you don't like every decision. You don't like every call that's being made. But guess what? You're going to ride with it. And the thing is, if I know I got PM15, I know I got Travis Kelsey, I know I got Chris Jones, and I got that young secondary, those linebacks and everybody else at offensive line, okay, and those guys, those studs on the other side, and Andy Reid, the best coach in football right now, I'm going to ride with them. I'm going to ride with them, okay? We lose a draw. That's, that's, that's what we have to do. You don't have to like it. I'm not saying I like it. I, there's some guys I wanted to get here, right? We talked about that. We've been talking about that the whole time. But guess what? At a certain point, it's like, okay, fine. This is what we have to deal with. Now let's get behind our guys. Let's do that. Why Why keep tearing them down when you could be building them up, okay? Yeah. I heard somebody, oh, I, I'm tired of defending. You don't have to defend nobody. You ain't playing. You had to defend, okay? You either celebrate it and sit there and say, look, these guys are going to try to get it done or not, all right? Two Super Bowls in the past four years, I've been to three. And this this is this is the thing that everybody's going with. They're pulling their hair out. So, yeah. And I know every time people bring this up, and I think it's, it's a valid point. Sometimes when you talk about the past, what the Chiefs was dealing with in the past, and some of the hard heartaches you had to go through, sometimes you don't really, you don't, you get to appreciate what you have right now. You can appreciate that. I played during those days. Yeah. Okay. I closest one, we was 13 and three. Probably should have won the Super Bowl that year, but we didn't. We didn't win. But still, this is where the team is right now, okay? We, we are measured by success, okay? We have been successful, all right? These guys think they got it all figured out, so be it, whatever. These guys, we, we got enough guys in the room to make these plays, okay? My thing is, why keep trying to sow discord when you could just go over there and just jump on guys and celebrate them, Okay? How about you give them some confidence, all right? Hey, say, look, I didn't like the decisions they make, man, but look, they got you in the room, I'm riding with you, okay? Go out there and play better. How about you do that, all right? If you don't want to do it, fine. Hey, look, I'm not saying what you have to do. You can do whatever you want to do. You can have your own loyalty or whatever. You can like the Chiefs, not like the Chiefs. You might not like the, 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 the things, the decisions they make. I'm going to criticize them. Criticize the play calling all the time, you know? It doesn't always work that we won't. It doesn't. I tell you what, them suckers are still successful. They still the winning football team right now, right? They're still third or fourth in offense in the entire league. That's where we are. We're not like tenth or half in the or twentieth. We're fourth. We were third before this past week. Come on, man. Let's let's use reality for what it is. And I know everybody keeps because they jump out because the, the young wide receivers is an easy target. It's an easy target. 
but everybody's got a little bit in this. Everybody got a little hand in uh, offense not doing what we need to be doing, right? Whether it's the play calling or PM15 talking about he needs to get better in some of the things, right? All those things, right? All those things happen, okay? And it's a cumulative effect. And then when you end up losing, it's because of all the things that's happening right here on the cumulative effect. But, hey, man, you know what? I know when it comes Sunday, you see us right here, Chiefs. Yes, sir. That's, that's who I'm riding with, man. That's who I'm with. You see us right here, right here, Chiefs Kingdom. That's yes, who I'm with. This is what we rolling with. You see a locker room right there, Chiefs locker room. Yes, sir. That, that's that. That's who I'm celebrating. When these guys come out, that's when they come out of the tunnel. That's who I'm rooting for. Okay. Yes. I was in there for eight years with the Chiefs. Look, I'm Chiefs family, pure and simple. That's the way it works. So. Yeah. Okay. And that's the thing. It's not like you're like the, one of these homers is just not, you know, not critical of the team. We talked about at length to the offseason back bringing in a wide receiver one. We've been talking about that. But at the end of the day, we're bringing, we're talking about, we're t- it's week eight right now. We're going, we're going into week nine. We're not, it's tough to just bring a guy in the middle of the season and kind of patch up the issues that we have. Um, but it, it's uh, not, not saying it couldn't have been done. It would be tough. Not saying it couldn't be done. Right. They, Look, they talk extensively about this. <laughs> you know what I mean? As much as we're talking about it, the Chiefs have been talking extensively about bringing a guy in. And they've looked o- over every scenario. Trust me. They have combed through every little thing you could possibly think about. If the guy's the right fit, you know, is he smart to come in and learn the offense, what we need for him to do? Or you turn around and you look at the guys and you're saying, can we get this thing done with them? Yeah. And guess what? They bet on him. Andy... Brett, all they bet on them. Heck, the guys in the room bet on themselves. They bet on themselves. Now we're gonna find out if they fight us. Okay. Now we're gonna find out who we got. All right. With a little adversity, you know. So hopefully, you know, the the the, the empty wagon ain't making the most noise. All the naysayers and stuff. Like it's uh, they won't. Chiefs are a joke, man. Come on, man. You know, it's whatever. You're gonna have those guys. You're gonna be haters and stuff. Fine with that though. It's all right. Yeah. No problem with that. No problem with that. But at the end of the day, I mean, it, we're sticking with these guys, and if these guys don't this pan dude, out, hold on, hold on. This dude said you call a fan have different for you. They're a rat. Call you a rat. It's not what I said. So you're jumping off the ship like a rat, like rats do. When jump, you know, when the water gets a little high, when it gets a little little murky, that's what that is. Okay. So let's 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 keep it cordial. Let's let's understand <laughs> what we're talking about here. All right. Um. But I will say this. I mean, we're, we're, we're sticking to the guys we have in the room. But at the end of the day, like, if these guys don't pan out, then we'll have a, we'll have the different conversation in the offseason. Like, okay, like, here it is. Like, certain guys didn't make the jump. Certain guys didn't play up to their, you know, the, what we thought they were going to do. Certain guys, they played up to their contract. So these conversations will be had if, you know, these guys don't pan out. And right now we're sticking to these guys. We're number one seed in the AFC. And that's, you know. That's that's a good and dandy, but JD. Uh, so we did have one. We did make one move today. Something we thought might have happened. A middle linebacker, a guy that we were big fans of, who filled in nicely last year. And Darius Harris coming back with our all the injuries we had from Middle Tennessee. Yeah. Um, it's a great move. Uh, what, what do you think about bringing Darius Harris back? A guy who already knows the system. He, we signed him off the Raiders practice squad. Man, the dude. He made he, he made plays for us last year. You know, I, you know, and he was actually shocking that we we let him go. Cause I thought he was a guy that was going to be here for us. And guess what? He's back. Okay. So he'll add on to it. He'll, he knows what the scheme is. He'll be able to make plays. Um, and so that's, that's the thing about it, man. Um, it's always good to get guys back that, you know, it's going to be able to help us. Right. You know, so 
That's where it is. My thing is, look, at the end of the day, okay, we can be critical. I'm going to be critical. When I give out the grades, everybody don't like the grades I give out. You know, they feel like I'm a hard grader. But I'm going to tell the truth, right? I'm going to tell the truth. These guys need to grow. They need to get better in the wide receiver room. We've challenged them. We've challenged them on this show to get better. Same thing. I said, look, when is the NBS going to show up? When is Sky Moore going to show up? When is everybody else going to show up and start doing some things, right? This is a production business. This is what happens. So when you hear in the league and the NFL, it's all about production. You got to produce, pure and simple. We ain't taking anything from that. We ain't taking them. We're not giving them any type of uh, uh, quarter for any of those things. We ain't making excuses for them. We still need for them to get better. No doubt about it. So the thing is, yeah, wide receiver core, get better. Yeah, Nagy calling plays. If you don't want to do it, get better. Yeah, off his line, get better. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes, get better. Yeah, whoever it is, need to get get better. Pure and simple. But the thing is, we ain't saying nothing that they ain't telling themselves. That's the crazy part. Act like these guys are not self-aware of, of what they may not be doing. These guys be want, want to be number one in the league. That's why Pat, when you see him up there doing the uh, the talk at the game, he's pissed. He's not just pissed at what's going on. He's pissed at himself because he knows he can play better. Okay? Somehow, just like everybody comes, you know, that comes in that that, that is the negative part, all oh, these guys are terrible. This, shoot, these guys know they, they need to get better and they need to perform. Pure and simple. So we're going to look at production, okay? This is a performance business. That's what that is, Okay? We got our number one in Travis Kelsey, all right? He may not be your typical guy because our number one's a tight end, okay? Everybody else plays around that, that scope of things. I'm cool with that, all right? As long as we understand that, man, we're going to be fine. Look, man, like I said, we criticize, I'm going to criticize, and we could criticize all day. I'm cool with that. No problem. I ain't got no problem with the people doing that. But at a certain point, when are you going to start criticizing, man? It's start like, hey, man, why don't you try to push for them to get, you know, do better, yeah. right? Instead of calling you bumps. Well, I think when you start doing that, people made a call. They're a bum and they like, oh, you're a bum because you don't do something right. Okay. All right. Yeah. Now, I love I, it though. I, hey, look, I love it. I love the comments. Y'all keep it up. You know, y'all keep giving us stuff because we, we need this. We talk. We have a, a conversation. Yeah. Have a conversation. Uh, we, we, we love the engagement. We love the like comments. Everything. We love it. We love y'all. All right. <laughs> Um, so yeah, that, well, that does it for our special trade deadline reaction show. Unfortunately, we didn't have any trades or unfortunately, however you want to think about it, but, um, JD and I will be back on Bleacher Report, uh, Sunday after the game. Uh, but for more chief concerns, go to our YouTube channel. We're going to have a preview of the game coming up, uh, this weekend. We'll have that coming out Thursday morning for you guys. And then Friday we'll have our betting show for the best prop bets for Sunday's game. But, uh, yeah, we hope everybody enjoyed the show. We'll see you guys next time. Get up early, man. It's going to be a good game. It's going to be a good game, man. yeah. Cheetah's in the house, baby. That's <laughs> <laughs> what well. we got something for. That's we do right. got something for him. <laughs> Appreciate y'all. Y'all come back. Come, come watch us. Come check us out, okay? We love y'all talking, engaging. we have conversation about it, whatever, all right? We're going to be all right, okay? Hey, Chiefs fans, we're going to be all right. We will. Believe me. Hi, everybody. Thanks for watching. Subscribe here to get the latest from the show. Also, be sure to check out the best clips from Chief Concerns. And if you prefer to listen to the show, subscribe and follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. 
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.